Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, October 10th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. I'm flying solo today because my schedule following the Jonathan Larson project at 54 Below just couldn't sing up with James's. He was very generous and kept offering to record later and later, but I just couldn't get my butt back from uh, Midtown to record in time before he had to go to bed. But we have a ton of news today, especially because Monday was the holiday. So I'm going to try to run through it all very quickly for you, but there is a lot to talk about. But first, if you are someone for whom the work of Jonathan Larson means something like I am, you really need to get to Feinstein's 54 Below and see if there are still tickets available for this show this week. It is thrilling and honestly a bit, a bit sad um, to see the different facets of his work as a young man. And Jennifer Ashley Tepper has put together an incredible cast with Nick Blameyer, Lauren Marcus, Andy Miantis, Christopher Rodriguez and George Salazar. I, I imagine that there will eventually be some sort of announcement about a cast album for this show um, that hasn't been confirmed. And I really haven't heard any rumors about it, but uh, it, it seems inevitable. But nonetheless, if you have a chance to see it live, you really, really should not miss it. Anyway, on to the news. The reason that I'm coming to you at the stroke of 8 a.m. is that at that very second, the Roundabout Theater Company announced the complete cast and more of the only musical revival currently slated for the 2018-2019 Broadway season, Kiss Me Kate. As we know, the show will be led by Tony winner Kelly O'Hara and Tony-nominated star of stage and screen Will Chase, but we also learned that they will be joined by Corbin Blue and Stephanie Stiles as Bill and Lois. This will be Stiles' Broadway debut after playing Catherine Plummer on the national tour of Newsies. Also in the cast will be erstwhile Apollo Creed Terrence Archie as Harrison, Mel Johnson Jr. as Harry, Adrian Walker as Hattie, and John Pankow from the long-running 90s TV show Mad About You as Gangster Number 1, and Lance Cody Williams as Gangster Number 2. The show is slated to begin performances on Valentine's Day at Studio 54 and will play a limited run through June 2nd. The revival will be directed by Scott Ellis and choreographed by Tony winner Warren Carlyle, with music direction by the legendary Paul Gimignani. I am personally pretty excited and impressed by this casting announcement. I've said before that I don't think that there is any fathomable or excusable reason that Corbin Blue should ever not be on Broadway. I think he's fantastic, and I think this will be a great role for him. And Stephanie Stiles is fantastic. I think she's a future star, so I'm really excited that she'll be making her Broadway debut with such a great co-star. So, that's great. But, Roundabout has often been criticized for their casts being very white. Hashtag roundabout too white. But in this case, even though three of the four leads in the show are white, there are five principal slash featured actors of color, and that's not even getting into the ensemble. So I'm grateful that they finally heard the complaints at least a little bit. We will have the complete cast, including the ensemble, in a link in the show notes. However, that's not the only Kiss Me Kate news that got released at 8 a.m. and probably not the only one that at least in part resulted from concerns from the ticket-buying public, as RTC also announced that Tony nominee Amanda Green would be working to update the book of Kiss Me Kate a little bit. The press release just says that she will supply, quote, additional material, but I would imagine that that means that she will work to make the more dated elements of the Taming of the Shrew aspects of the show and the show within the show less cringeworthy by modern standards. What do y'all think about this casting and the news about Amanda Green? Let us know on the social meds at Broadway Radio. 
Okay, turning our attention from one confirmed revival to a revival that I will believe when I see it. Uh, on Tuesday's show, James and I discussed the Rosie O'Donnell-generated rumors that she would be playing Fanny Bryce's mother to Lady Gaga's greatest star in a broader mounting of Funny Girl. Now, James and I admittedly had our suspicions, and according to Roger Friedman at Showbiz 411, they were with good reason, as he reports that there is a revival of the show slated for Broadway, and it will feature Rosie, but Gaga will not be involved. He even goes on to say that Michael Mayer is attached to direct. He doesn't give any more details, although he does say that the time for Leah Michelle to play Fanny has come and gone. He posits that maybe Ariana Grande could play the part, but that seems even more ridiculous to me than Gaga did. But anyway, um, speaking of Gaga, the mother of monsters, so to speak, rumors are flying from the mouse house that Gaga is the number one choice to play Ursula in the live-action adaptation of The Little Mermaid. Greatest Showman and Spider-Man co-star Zendaya is rumored to be playing Ariel in the film. Take both of those casting announcements with a grain of salt as no official schedule for the film has been released, although there are currently eight untitled Disney live-action features, not necessarily adaptations, just something live-action, on the calendar between now and 2021. Almost certainly one of them will be Little Mermaid. Okay, let's get into some show and casting news. As a day after we learned that Kate Reinders would replace Kara Lindsay in Broadway's Beautiful, we found out that Kara, along with longtime Elphaba Jackie Burns, would be venturing back to the land of Oz, but over on the left coast. The pair will return to the roles of the Witches of Oz for a number of West Coast tour stops, including the Hollywood Pantages Hollywood stop from November 28th of 2018 through January 27th of 2019. In other news, following the reports on Monday night, yesterday the new group confirmed that Emmy-winning Disney star Dove Cameron will play Cher, not that one, the other one, in the musical adaptation of the film Clueless beginning next month. As expected, also in the cast is original Mean Girls company member Zuren Villanueva as Dion, Effie Ardema in the Brittany Murphy role, Dave Thomas Brown will play Paul Rudd's role, Tessa Grady will be Amber and Lori Allen, who was a, an original member of the musical Reefer Madness and is the voice of Pearl Krabs in the Spongebob cartoons, will play the adult female roles. But sadly, Wallace Shawn will not be involved in the musical. Let's take a moment of silence, please. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we will have the complete cast list linked in the show notes at broadwayradio.com. Next up, yesterday we learned that the Roundabout Theatre Company will mount a bit of a thoroughly modern Millie reunion for their upcoming benefit concert of Me and My Only. Tony winner Gavin Creel will be joining the previously announced Tony winner Sutton Foster, whom he co-starred opposite in Thoroughly Modern Millie, in the one-night-only event on Monday, November 12th at the Stephen Sondheim Theatre. And finally, in this section, a handful of off-Broadway extensions. First, the Signature Theater has added a week to Michael C. Hall's turn in the one-man show Tom Payne based on nothing. It will now run through December 2nd. Then, the Public Theater announced that Eve's Song will now be playing through December 9th, while Wild Goose Dreams will play through the 16th. Okay, now let's turn our attention to the Broadway grosses from last week, which were delayed a day because of the Columbus slash Indigenous Peoples holiday. Whichever reason people celebrated the long weekend seemed to be a boon for the Broadway, as the bottom line saw a more than 13% increase, strengthened by strong sales and three new shows on the boards. 
In their first week, the Ferryman, King Kong, and American Son all had strong receipts. In six previews, the Jez Butterworth play grossed $572,006, while in just two performances, King Kong brought in $364,854, and American Son did $204,804. Overall, Broadway grossed $33,381,111 last week, with only four of Broadway's 32 shows coming in with week-to-week dips. One of those shows, with a weekly number in the red, was Hamilton. Not super worried about them. They, of course, led the way with $3.2 million, followed by three shows above $2 million, Springsteen on Broadway, The Lion King, and Harry Potter. The rest of the seven-figure club included Wicked, Frozen, Dear Evan Hansen, Mean Girls, Aladdin, The Book of Mormon, Pretty Woman, Come From Away, The Phantom of the Opera, and My Fair Lady. In addition to Hamilton, the shows that saw dips were Anastasia, Summer, and Head Over Heels. The latter of the three was at the bottom of the grosses chart if you don't count American Sons to preview week. HOH brought in just $227,000, while Once on This Island continued to struggle even though it had a little bit of a rebound up to $426,464. Summer was just under $577,000, while Anastasia was at $677K. I would think that Head Over Heels, Once on This Island, and or Summer could all be looking to make announcements sometime fairly soon? Maybe some sooner rather than later, but those numbers do not look sustainable for any of them. And finally today, let's get some audio and video news out of the way. Yesterday, it was announced that a slew of pop stars would unite to record cover versions of the songs from the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Lin-Manuel Miranda called it the Greatest Showman mixtape on Twitter. On the album will be the likes of Sarah Bareilles, Kelly Clarkson, Panic at the Disco, Pink, Kesha, the Zac Brown Band, Pentatonix, and a bunch of other people whom I've never heard of. Broadway's own Calisetta will return to sing This Is Me in a, quote, reimagined remix with both Kesha and Missy misdemeanor Elliot. Zendaya will also be back to sing an acoustic version of Rewrite the Stars. In other news, on Tuesday, we learned that Fathom Events is bringing Bandstand back to cinemas nationwide on November 15th and 19th. I loved this when I saw it over the summer on the big screen, so if you didn't see the show on Broadway or didn't check it out from Fathom in July, I highly recommend getting tickets for next month. And finally, we learned yesterday that Broadway HD will be streaming Lincoln Center's production of Dominique Mauriso's play Pipeline, which recently was screened in movie theaters across the country. When the show was in Lincoln Center, James raved about it. He even thought that it could have had a Broadway transfer. So if you have Broadway HD, make sure to check out Pipeline. All right, James and I will be back to talk with you tomorrow. I will be seeing Pretty Woman and Girl from the North Country on Wednesday. So if you're at either of those shows... Tweet me or something and say hi. Chances are I won't look at it during the show, but at least I'll maybe get it afterwards. Um, Also, tomorrow we'll have some uh, interesting news about some things that are going on with different theaters across New York, both on and off Broadway. So join us again for that on Thursday. Anyway, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Have a great hump day, everybody, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.